can't do this alone. No, I'm not insulting your capabilities. I'm being real with you because I don't want you to be held back by the glass ceiling created by ignoring the people side of your business. I've been in the trenches helping entrepreneurs navigate all those, oh shit, I'm the boss now moments. You know, the ones where you realize you're the one in charge, you're the adult in the room, but you're not in this alone. I hope the show convinces you of the dormant power of your team. Welcome to the podcast free of stuffy corporate jargon. After all, your business doesn't come with the bullshit red tape of a Fortune 500 company. Here, you'll be encouraged and motivated to test, try, fail, and fix fast. You'll laugh, you'll learn, and you'll feel seen and heard. Most importantly, you'll walk away with the tools you need to pour into your team and build a thriving culture that opens up the door to the scale your business deserves. Yalo, that's what my grandma always says when she says hello. Yalo. So I'm going to say that to you to think about my grandma. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to the show. That was a little weird, but welcome back to, oh shit, I'm the boss now. Today I'm talking and defining what the heck is HR anyways. And I think as an entrepreneur, you've probably heard people say, you have to start to think about your HR or are you in compliance with HR? Or maybe you work at a company and they're like, go talk to the HR team. And you're like, who the hell is the HR team? I'm going to define what HR is anyway, so that you know, and also talk about how you should think about it as an entrepreneur. So we're breaking down what it means, defining it. And I like these types of episodes because I oftentimes, well, I'm not afraid of admitting I don't know something and asking questions, but I can take, for example, equity. I had worked at three different startups and I had equity in all of them, but I didn't actually understand what that means. And the way they talked about it was in a way that I should know what it means. And because I was in a, an HR role, I was like, well, I can't ask somebody what this is. So I would Google it and I would kind of understand and I didn't. And it wasn't until my third startup that I like finally got it. And I was like, can you explain to me how this works? And I was like, oh, so now whenever I'm extending offers to candidates that includes equity, I go over it. Even if they are a CFO, honestly, I do this and I used to feel really dumb, but even if they're a CFO and I think that they should know, I'm like, I'm going to go over this with you and I'm going to define how the equity plan works as like an eighth grader. I hope I'm not talking down to you. You might know what this is, but I know that it took me three different companies before I finally admitted I didn't know. And I don't want that to be you. So I'm going to define it for you. And that's kind of how I think about this topic. I don't want you to have to pretend like you know what HR is anymore when you actually don't. You're, I'm going to tell you all about it. So hopefully you can relate to pretending you know something and you don't. So HR stands for human resources. It used to be called personnel. My mom still says I'm in personnel. That's just so, I don't know, makes me feel so like a robot. I hate it. I even hate human resources, to be honest. In larger organizations, HR is usually an entire team or department with lots of different people, or at least one person who's responsible for a lot of the employee-related operations. Sometimes bigger companies are so big that they actually need to hire people specifically dedicated to aspects of employee operations. For example, a recruiter, someone whose sole job is dedicated to finding people, interviewing people, and convincing them to come work at their company. They might have a payroll person, somebody whose sole job is dedicated to managing and processing payroll. 
Sometimes payroll is very complicated at some companies. You might have hourly teams where you have to track timesheets. You have to make sure they're accurate. You have to make sure managers approve them by deadlines. Then you have to go in and process things manually. You have to do wage garnishments, taxes, all of that stuff. So you might have somebody doing payroll as their sole job. There's a bunch of other things, benefits, safety, all of those things. Long and short, there are people who are very specialized in a lot of the aspect of business, but as an entrepreneur, you probably haven't been specialized in that. I happen to know a lot about it, and that's what my business is in HR, but I don't know a lot about finance, right? There are people who are very specialized in the people side of business. Just because you're not specialized in it, I think you should at least know about it. And honestly, I think you should start to understand this stuff as soon as you even think about bringing a worker into your business. And what I mean by worker is freelancers and contractors. Those are workers. So start thinking about this stuff even before you hire a W-2 employee. If you don't know what that is, go back and listen to a million podcast episodes where I talk about it. So over the last, I don't know, 10 years, HR is being rebranded in a lot of different industries to people operations, which I feel like it's due time. It's really what we do, you know, making sure that employees have everything they need to perform their day-to-day tasks and work on creating a healthy environment that attracts and keeps talented people working for your business. There's no way that one group of people in an organization can do this by itself. That's my biggest gripe, having worked in big companies in HR. Anything that's uncomfortable or anything related to employees, they're like, oh, HR will do that. That is the shittiest mindset to have. And it is not true. And it's actually like leads to a really crappy culture. In fact, if you look, some of the best places to work are those where the leaders and managers take ownership of this and then use professionals in HR to learn from and talk things through, not default to having them make all of the hard decisions and have the hard conversations. I will stop there. I can go on a tangent on that because it just frustrates me so much. But I will not. I will spare you the details on why you should not outsource all of your hard stuff to an HR team. But I do want to give you a breakdown of really the different aspects of people operations or human resources is. And I think you're going to see that a lot of these things you probably should be doing as an entrepreneur. So there are nine of them. And the first thing is understanding your current and future hiring needs, forecasting, figure out when you need to hire people and what those roles are and when they need to come in. The second is ensuring compliance with federal, state, and local labor laws. The third, attract, hire, and retain talent. Talent is honestly another fancy word for qualified staff or qualified employees or qualified workers. Talent just sounds better and it's actually like represents a whole group of people who are working, but you need to become good at attracting, hiring, and retaining workers, talent, whatever you want to call it. The fourth is managing compensation and benefits. How do you pay people? When do you pay them? What kinds of benefits? Handling benefits negotiations, paying premiums, all of that stuff. The fifth is creating effective and positive employee relations. Employee relations is another fancy term, which really just means communications, decision-making as a result to people, processes and procedures, making sure all of your decisions and processes are positive and making sure your employees are happy, happy. I hate the word happy because not everyone's going to be happy, but at least understands this is bought in. Sometimes you have to make decisions that 
people don't love, but that doesn't mean they have to be like super negative or be suing you for some reason. So you need to create effective and positive employee relations. Sixth, create effective onboarding for new hires, ongoing training for existing team members that helps them increase their skills and performance and also just helps them feel like they're growing. The seventh is ensuring you have a healthy and safe work environment. The eighth is ensuring your team knows how they're performing at any given moment through a performance review process. And then the ninth is administrative tasks like payroll and taxes. That is really what it all means when people say, are you focusing on HR? They're talking about those things. Actually, I would say they think about compliance and payroll and benefits is what they initially think. But HR is way bigger than that. And it's all of the things that I just talked about. And most of those things you should be doing to be a good boss, right? And a great leader. You should be really focusing on that. And it's stuff that you need to start to learn about and implement and learn. You don't have to know all the labor laws, but at least know some of the basics so that you know when something might be a trigger point. So you can go to a professional and be like, hey, this seems like it might be a little risky. What do you think I should do? Know the basics, know the minimums, know trigger points, know things that require a little bit of research or risky things, I think is super important and critical for you to know as a CEO or entrepreneur. And it seems like a long list and it might be. But if you actually go through them, like I said, a lot of them are common sense, things that just roll into being a good boss. And then there are some that are more specialized. But the good news for you is we are here to help. Well, you have the podcast. You can follow us on social media. You can sign up for one of our programs specifically designed with entrepreneurs in mind. And hopefully after listening to this short episode, when somebody mentions HR, your eyes do not gloss over panic does not ensue and you know what it is, you get it, you at least know what they're talking about and you've reached out to some folks that can help you along the way. So thanks for tuning in. Go out and be a great boss. Did you know our parent company, People Principles, has some free resources for you to improve your hiring process today? Go download our interview guide, complete with the process mapped out, questions to ask, and description of what you're looking for the next time you interview. Download our free interview guide using the link in the show notes.